0: Welcome to the Clovis Sports Report Podcast, post-game podcast. I'm Paul Metters, and I'm sitting here with Austin Kemp. Austin, you've done a back-to-back post-game podcast here a lot, right? Yes. Last night, you were at the Buchanan football game where they clinched, and uh, you did a post-game pod, and you were there for the celebration. Uh, when they beat Clovis East, they're clinching their first outright title but since 2009, but we're here after buchanan baseball just won the coca-cola classic with a 7-2 win over san joaquin memorial we're here at clovis high at lord lloyd merriman field so austin what are your what are your thoughts about the game what'd you see obviously you know earlier in the year memorial and uh and buchanan had that great baseball game as well so what'd you see in this game
1: yeah christian williams got the start against memorial today and he was the starter the first time they played as well um, he went complete game. I don't know how how, much, how many pitches, but it was probably like around a hundred or maybe over. Um, but again, he, he's a guy that throws a lot of strikes, and he has a lot of like he has earned the coaching staff's trust so much. So I think he's gonna be their big game guy this year. I would think it's lining up for that. Um, but he was impressive. And that's probably like the most. I mean, I don't know what he did for JV, but for varsity wise, that's the most he's ever thrown. And he was he was uh, he still has
0: some his good stuff. In that seventh inning. So we were, we've were we been wondering all year who's going to be Buchanan's ace, who's going to rise to the top, and it seems like he's probably taking a hold of that spot, right? If the coaches are going to trust him and save him, essentially, right, for this yeah. championship game and throw him out there a game, then, you know, you, you need somebody to be your dude, and, and it looks like he's the man. Yeah, I mean, their three biggest games have been Memorial the first time he threw, Bullard he
1: threw, and then this one he threw. So, I mean, I, if you're kind of reading the tea leaves, he's their ace. Uh, Max Bernal is right up there too and Bernal is gonna be counting on to throwing some big games as well uh, and then there's they're, they're, they're gonna be looking for that third guy from a, from a number of guys and uh, they just got one guy off the football squad today oh, yeah. so they' the, the, uh, Jaden <laughs> right. Mandel will be joining that staff here pretty soon so
0: yeah, they got a lot of options to choose from yeah he'll be a nice weapon to have but the thing about Christian Williams is I, I sat I sat behind home plate for the whole game. And he doesn't have necessarily overpowering stuff. I mean, he, he had good control. He walked two uh, in the first couple innings and then uh, didn't walk a batter the rest of the time and only struck out three. Mm-hmm. Defense made a couple errors back there, and noth- but nothing really hurt them. Um, but, yeah, he did a good job, you know, mixing his pitches, um, you know, threw his, uh, his curveball, maybe a couple change-ups here and there. Uh, he was throwing pretty hard, though, in the seventh, throwing probably as hard as he was in the first inning. So yeah, I think um, yeah, I think he might be he might be considered their ace now.
1: Yeah, and um, I, I I don't know he just you just kind of just tip your cap to him because like I don't know that that sixth inning I wasn't expecting him to go back out there I thought yeah. they would make a change because they had two people warming up in the bullpen uh, and I'm watching him warm up just to see if he's going to get fatigued and he was throwing yeah. he threw like five balls in a row in warm ups. I was like, all right, this, uh, we'll see how this inning goes. And then right when a batter comes up, he just puts the seed right there, uh, on, in the strike zone, down, down in the zone. And I don't know, he, he's a baller and he's definitely taken hold of that number one spot in
0: that rotation. And Buchanan, um. Led four to one. They got three runs in the in the top of the inning, top of the seventh. So it gave them a little bit of cushion. Memorial pushed across a run in the bottom of the seventh. Uh, they actually had two runners on. They had runners on second and third with two outs. And uh, I think it was three and zero oh on the on, on the final batter. And he came back and uh, Austin Young, the catcher, actually called time out and went out there and settled down on a three zero count. Came back and just humped it and threw a pitch right down the middle. Got strike two and then got a ground out to end the game. Um, but uh, I, did, I do believe he got MVP to get named Coca-Cola well, Classic there MVP. was no
1: official announcement. Usually the winning team will pick their MVP. And I was got talking it. to Coach Fonts after the game, and he, I was like, hey, who's the MVP? And he said Christian Williams. Okay. So we'll,
0: uh, we'll give it to him. Yeah, we'll give, we'll give it to <laughs> Christian Williams because we have nothing else to go off of. <laughs> um, Buchanan, they, they just kind of up and down the lineup. They got a hit here, an RBI hit here. There wasn't like a bases loaded double or anything like that. But what are, what are some stats there? Yeah, Austin. they had about
1: ten team hits. Just kind of going down the the lineup. Austin Young had a big uh, du- uh, RBI double. I uh, think that made it four to one. W- that made it four, four to one, one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Max Bernal went two for four. Uh, Evan Wallace had an RBI. Drew Smith, who came in hitting four eighty, usually he's sitting like the five spot for him. Yeah. Came in hitting forty. He went two for two or oh, two for three which I believe still raises the batting average Six, two for 67
0: three for So,
1: the a, yeah. um, so he's getting, he's getting a bump. Jet Ruby had a, had a knock team of three RBIs and, and sky Collins went two for three as well. But this is just a lineup where like, I don't know. You can't really take a breath. Yeah. Every single guy puts that pressure on you. And every single guy, it's like the next guy. It's like, Oh, I can't walk this guy. Cause the next guy is a good. And yeah. you can go through the whole lineup like that.
0: Yeah. But Sarah had a couple, couple nice clutch hits. Um, and uh, Corbin yourbar came off the bench, hit an RBI triple, yes, uh, to make ham, it uh, yeah, seven seven one. Yeah, down down the right field line. Yeah, when you got guys to come off the bench, it could give you a nice little boost right there. That's always that's always a good feeling. And, and you're right with uh, with uh, Mandel coming out, and he's only going to help the team, and you know probably <laughs> ease him in a little bit. And yep. you know with the lineup like this, it's who knows where if he's going to even have a position. It's a Fresno State commit, so we're looking forward to watching him play. But, you know, overall, Austin, you know, this is we talked about on some podcast about how, unfortunately, we'd like to see some Bakersfield schools. We'd like to see some, you know, schools from down south or from up north in in some of these tournaments. But we weren't able to do that because of travel restrictions and all that. But, um, yeah, what, you know, teams are playing each other a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, So what what was your overall sense of of the tournament as a whole? Um, Did anybody stand out um, or, or anything like that? Um,
1: Bullard still kind of that wild card team. They seem to play up or down to their competition. They'll, uh, they'll beat Buchanan, which they did. They beat Clovis North. And then you have a game like today where, sure. I mean, I'm not saying Central's a bad team, but they're not in that top tier and they yeah. have to walk them off. And I don't know, there's, are still high school kids at the end of the day and anything can happen, but Bullard definitely is a, is a team to keep my eye on as well as Stockdale. Stockdale up in their season, they're not in this tournament, but they played Frontier on Wednesday or Thursday, and they put up a 27 (laughs) spot. Uh, We had them in our top five from the get-go. They have like six guys committed to a D1 college. They're all sophomores and juniors. That team can hit, and I would love to see them play like Buchanan,
0: Clovis North Memorial, and just see how those games would shake out. Here's some other scores from earlier in the day. The other games started at eleven. We have Clovis beating Madera nine to uh, three. We have Clovis North beating Fresno four to one. And then the Buller Central was three to two, right? Am I yeah, right on that? Uh, they had a
1: yeah, they had a walk off
0: single in the bottom of the 7. Okay. And Clovis West um, beat Tulare Western six to nothing. They improved to seven two and one. So I, I heard you mention too, Austin, that um, no baseball next week. I right on there, so I, no, for I know Buchanan. Buchanan
1: doesn't have a game, except because it was supposed to be Liberty there. I think they were supposed to play Liberty twice this week, and they had to bail because of their okay whatever their rules they there were. But I think other schools
0: in Clovis may they might have one or two games depending on which school it is. Okay, so you're right. So I remember this off the top of my head. Let me check it out. So Clovis North is actually playing Bullard Austin in a doubleheader, I believe. Wow, on Tuesday. Okay, that's something we could check out for sure. Yeah. So that would be a good that would be a good barometer to to see where both schools are at. Well, I mean, Bowler just beat them
1: nine nothing, so that's a, that's a little re- revenge minded Broncos on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, so if it's going to be a yes yeah, a scheduled doubleheader, scheduled doubleheader.
1: If, if Clovis North sweeps the doubleheader, that pretty much cancels out that nine nothing loss. And when it comes to playoff seedings, you don't even really consider that nine nothing loss anymore. So yeah. that'd be big if if the Broncos got two wins.
0: But Clovis West just. You know, they just keep winning, too. They they're 7-2-1. And and yep. um, we talked about their young guys and coach's son, Tyler Patrick, through a complete game the other day as a freshman. Um, so, yeah, so I'm curious to see uh, Clovis West, how Clovis West stacks up. And then Clovis High, they just they keep doing it, too. I think yep. I think they got a couple of injuries, but those guys keep grinding it out. And, you know, they're scoring runs and, and making plays as well. So, yeah, when the league starts, Austin, in a couple of weeks – on the 27th, actually. It's not yeah. a couple of weeks, is it?
1: 27th? That's actually less than a couple of weeks because
0: my <laughs> wedding is in a couple of weeks, and the track starts before that. Okay, so that's something, Austin. We're, you know, this is just a post-game pod, yeah. so we're not we're not diving too deep into stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think in the next podcast where we sit down or do a Zoom where we do it with the microphones, right. we're going to dive a little bit deeper yep. into some wedding stuff, um, you know, just kind of see where you're at with that. Um, I think you're... How old are you, Austin? Are you 29 yet? You're 28.
1: Yeah, pretty young still. I, yeah.
0: I got married at 29. So yeah. we're kind of the same, you know, same age as, as when we got married. So we're we'll, you marrying, marrying a doctor. And I know, I know when you wrote your bio for the Clovis Sports Report, at the very bottom you put, and marrying a doctor, and I'm very excited about that. I
1: am. I mean, she's in... I give her I give her some some crap sometimes cuz she's in a residency still. So okay. she's not actually a doctor. Right. So I got to keep her level-headed. Yeah. But I only got 3 more years of making that joke because after that, I think she's pretty much going to be controlling anything we buy and and do
0: whatever. So, yeah. yeah. She already make more money than you?
1: Not yet. So residency salaries don't make more than teachers. Okay but that's going to change in a big way in a couple of years. All right. Mark it on your calendar. Three years yes. from now,
0: Austin's going to do a dance. We could do Joy. some,
1: uh, we could do some podcast maybe when I'm in Hawaii on my honeymoon. Cause okay. I mean, I wake up like two hours earlier than her. So if I got a, if I got a morning where I'm doing nothing, okay. I don't know. We'll
0: I can see, see that happening. Yeah. I can see that happening with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you guys haven't listened to Austin's post game podcast about the Buchanan football game last night, go back, go back and check that out. It's just ten minutes long. He just recaps just the feelings that they had, some of the emotions, and he said it felt like a, you know, they won a valley championship. So I mean, that's just a feeling that they had. Obviously, it wasn't, but you know, I got to hand it to all the football teams that, that grinded it through this year. I went to the Clovis and Clovis West game last night, um, and it was it was emotional on Clovis's side. They ended up winning forty two to seventeen. Tristan Risley, who I've just I've just gushed over all year for for reasons. We're just all super impressed by him. He had four touchdowns on the ground, got one actually called back on a touchdown pass where they called a block in the back that wasn't. So that that was disappointing. Could have had a five touchdown game, um, but yeah, Clovis. You know, they like Austin and I actually talked about before we started the podcast. They were just a few plays away from being five and zero, oh, right? Yeah. They had the the central game where they were up twenty one to nothing. Um, the Buchanan game where they were driving and Risley actually fumbled it. First time he's ever fumbled in his life from about the, uh, you know, inside the five yard line to tie the game, potentially tie it or go for two for the win. So, you know, I've, I've, i probably out of all the football teams, I've gotten to know the Clovis, uh, Clovis team the most, because I've been in the most games and most practices. That's just kind of the way it worked out. They're always very welcoming over there. Um, And what Coach Hammond did this year, as far as being on the forefront of the let them play movement, and you know, he's very analytical. He'll he'll when he was uh, he was doing lots of the numbers for uh, the cases per hundred thousand, and he he texts me. He's like, yeah, Paul, I think I think we'll be you know thirteen point two, you know, next week, and all this, and so he's. You know, he's got a great mind for that and got a great heart for the kids. So just to see him just emotional again after the game and said that last uh, that this year's team was the team that he was most proud of ever in all his years of coaching. So that means a lot. So football, you know, we didn't think we were going to have it at one point and ended up having five games. And some teams obviously didn't end up as strong as, as they had wanted to. You know, Clovis North, unfortunately, got beat 69 to nothing at Central. Um, and then Clovis West went 0-4 as well. Um, but, yeah, Austin, just, you know, really quick, any, like, final thoughts about football and, and uh, you know, everything that went into having a, a season this year?
1: Uh, I, took, I was just going to add about Clovis that if this was, like, a normal year where there were playoffs and you, you would figure Buchanan would be the one seed, Liberty the two, Central the three, and then, like, Clovis the four, that's probably, like, the most dangerous four seed we would have ever seen mm-hmm. because, like you said, they were two plays away from Pop potentially going undefeated. Um, and if they were that four scene that uh, Buchanan Clovis High semifinal matchup would have been pretty epic. But honestly, at the end of the day, I was just happy that all these teams got to play a season. The kids were pumped, the parents were pumped, and um, there's no asterisk from me regarding yeah. this season. There's some people who say, "Oh, this is a, this was a scrimmage year." No, I don't buy that. That's not the way to look at it. And if you're looking at that, if you're looking at it that way, you're wrong. Um, yeah.
0: What are you going to tell a kid, yeah. after, your kids after they go five and zero after all they've been through? No. And you're going to tell them not to celebrate like they celebrated? Absolutely not. Right. And it
1: was just again, it was just good to see football played and uh, just good for the seniors and the coaches.
0: Okay. Well, very good. So. Again, thank you guys for all your support and, and listening to the podcast and word of mouth and you know it's always fun when we when we go to games and even last night at the at the football game and people come up and say yeah we enjoy listening to the podcast and um, yeah that, that's good feedback and, and we do this for you guys and and to get information out there and you know just to shed a light on the great things that are happening out in Clovis unified and beyond and and the great kids and coaches um, that you know put in the dedication and hard work so we also want to thank first string sports for sponsoring us um go check them out there on blackstone and sierra just down the street from my house actually and uh the Fieldhouse restaurant over there louis brosi's got a got a great uh great atmosphere and ambiance over there especially with high school sports he's a big supporter so go check out the field house so any final thoughts austin no i think i think we're good till next time until next time so again thank you guys for listening and have a good weekend